Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We know a vaccine is on the way. We know that there is a metaphorical light at the end of the tunnel. And yet, that is no reason to let our guard down. We still must adhere to uh, you know, the advice and guidelines. We must be prudent. We must safeguard ourselves and others because you know, the coronavirus, you don't know how it's going to hit you. Uh, I'm sure that as time has gone on, you have you know, either directly, maybe you've experienced this yourself, maybe someone in your household has experienced this, or you are aware of stories like this where someone you know, otherwise healthy has found themselves you know, hooked up to some machinery keeping them alive, all thanks to the coronavirus. We still need to be vigilant in our effort to, uh, you know, combat that. I was looking the other day, uh, you know, the state maintains that website, coronavirus.utah.gov, and they have the case count information. You can break that down uh, into a number of categories. I was looking at the risk factors category, and it shows things like, uh, well, this is like the long list of pre-existing conditions or comorbidities, and uh, many of them, uh, many of them are, are chronic things that uh, you know are difficult to to manage very quickly, uh, but there are a few where you can in fact do something about it. Uh, one I notice here: uh, current smokers are in that pool of those uh, you know with comorbidities. If you're a current smoker, things are can be more complicated. Then there's a category here that looks at uh, severe or morbid obesity. If you study the data across the country, you'll see that those who find themselves suffering from obesity uh, have a very tough time with the coronavirus. And to help us understand a bit more about that and what can be done, uh, we have here on the program Dr. Rod McKinley, Associate Medical Director of Bariatric Surgery for Intermountain Healthcare. Doctor, sir, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I just have a few questions for you uh, which stem from the intersection of COVID-19 and uh, and obesity. What do you tell your patients concerning their risk for COVID nineteen complications? Um, well, I my practice is a bariatric surgery practice, so we uh, manage and evaluate patients for bariatric surgery, which helps them lose a significant amount of weight. So as they come in for surgery, a lot of people have been reading the news about coronavirus and. The fact that obesity is a risk factor for worse complications if you develop the virus. First, I tell them that they're at no higher risk than uh, non-obese individuals for getting coronavirus. Uh, in other words, they should still uh, do all the safeguards that everybody else does, of course, you know, with regard to social distancing and um, so forth. Uh, but 
complications from the virus would be higher if they were to contract the virus. And that's typically because uh, it's a respiratory virus, and oftentimes people who have obesity have a harder time breathing, um, less exercise tolerance. They have, especially if they carry their weight in their abdomen, it may push up on the diaphragm, making it harder to breathe deeply. And therefore, uh, the virus can uh, be more uh, serious when it comes to um, respiratory complications. Do, do folks with obesity, they, they uh, then need to be more concerned about their risk of COVID-19 complications? Right. So the risk for hospitalization, specifically ICU hospitalization and even death, unfortunately, is higher in obese uh, individuals once they contract the virus. So, of course, the majority of uh, people who are obese who um, get COVID-19 are able to avoid hospitalization, but still their risk would be higher for that uh, potential complication. Someone is listening right now. They uh, are obese. They are fearful of this uh, possibly, possible uh, you know, heightened risk for complications. Uh, what can they do? Well, of course, you know, as people have kind of talked about the fact that it's been difficult to mind a, a healthy diet uh, during the uh, pandemic because, you know, we're kind of stuck indoors in some ways, not going out and socially gathering. Um, but really following a, a healthy diet is very important. It has to be quite intentional, you know, when you go shopping to, to buy healthy foods and, and to also spend some time outdoors exercising. Even though that may seem a little bit, you're not going to lose, you know, 30 or 40 pounds right off the bat. But just even a, a few pounds of weight loss can help move the needle in the right direction. Um, so typically you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck by simply following the CDC guidelines and the Utah Department of Health guidelines for avoiding high-risk or exposure situations, but also being mindful on diet and exercise is very helpful. And for those who may be suffering from severe obesity, meaning 50 to 100 pounds uh, of extra weight or more, investigating surgery could be a good option for them as well. And what does a surgery like that entail, just real quickly? Uh, typically, we alter the way stomach receives the food. Um, in some surgeries, the stomach is physically altered to remove a portion of the stomach. And in some cases, we can bypass the lower portion of the stomach uh, and small intestine. And that actually uh, enables signaling inside the body so that it reduces hunger and allows people to feel full more quickly on a smaller amount of food. And just having you know, the, the very basic reality of having less weight on the frame uh, is less of a taxation on breathing, and so some of those some of those heightened risks might be mitigated. Absolutely, yes. The one thing that's also interesting is that uh, there are receptors in both fat cells and the uh, respiratory tract that allow uh, the coronavirus to engage into the cells, and so the less fat cells, you know, the better as far it. it reduces the amount of replication that the virus uh, can undergo and thus reduces the overall impact of the virus. Fascinating. Uh, Dr. Ron McKinley, thank you so much. Uh, Dr. Rod McKinley, Associate Director, Medical Director of Bariatric Surgery for Intermountain Healthcare. Uh, grateful to you for your insight here and uh, sharing it with us on the air. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All righty. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. And in the final segment, we're going to play a little cleanup. There was a, a topic yesterday I was looking forward to discussing with you. And it has to do with the sale of moon rocks.
Yeah, the sale of room, moon, moon rocks and how I came to be aware of U.S. law regarding the sale of moon rocks. It started at the University of Utah. I'll tell you the whole story and what's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.